What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Monday, y'all. January 31st, 2022, episode number 220 of the study session, season two here. Your grateful host, Jeremy Ritz. Very excited to be kicking off a brand new week of study sessions for all of you. We take one step closer to the Senior Bowl, which will be this weekend, which is very exciting. Get to see a lot of these big-name quarterback prospects in action. Very excited about that. If you were paying attention to the site this weekend, I put up the first little still study draft capsule of a profile and what I'm going to be doing are these little snapshots of players that potentially the Steelers could be interested in not only in this year's draft but also through undrafted rookie free agency and I'm really going to spend my time looking at that bottom half of the draft the unknown guys but these aren't going to be massive reports you can find that on the other sites like Steelers Depot or some other sites where they're gonna go into depth with video clips and all that. My job is just to give you a snapshot, a capsule. I'll have a link to a few videos for you on the the prospect, just so you can have an idea of who potentially could become a Pittsburgh Steeler. So it's basically to help educate you and be the entry point for your study on that particular prospect and it's called the still study prospect cheat sheet so be on the lookout for that gonna try to have a ton of those coming your way as i like to start every episode thank you thank you thank you for being a supporter of the study it truly does mean the world to me thank you for that my gratitude to you for that drop me a line we can connect one of three ways you can comment directly on the articles you can hit me up via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com, and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, where your questions and feedback drives the content. Would love for you to be a part of that this weekend. And don't forget the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is aptly titled The Still City Insider Podcast. We're going to be recording tomorrow at the dark hour of 5 a.m. That'll be posted between 6 and 6.30 a.m. You don't want to miss that. Tomorrow will be our kickoff of the Steelers' offseason. So Jim's a GOAT, having covered the team since 1995. Very honored that I get the opportunity to work with him. So studying my defensive positional evaluations begin today with the defensive line. If you haven't read that, make sure you go check that out. And I talk about how age and availability really impacts this position. And there's a lot of depth on the defensive line as a lot of younger players had to step up this year. They were forced into starting roles because of injuries to Tyson Alulu and Stefan Tuitt. And that depth should pay off. Quality reps were gained by Henry Mondo. They were gained by Chris Wormley, who had a nice season. But he was playing way too many snaps than he should have been due to injury. 
Isaiah Bugs. Nice looking rookie who had some decent snaps and really all three of those guys. Hopefully we see a jump jump in their development between now and next season. Probably more growth from Louder Milk being that he was a rookie. So there is some promise there in terms of having some quality depth. But it's when you get into the starter positions where the big questions come. Now, Tyson Alulu report reportedly will be back next year. He is getting healthy, but he will be 35 years of age. How much can his body hold up playing at the nose? Now, the nose isn't out there for the duration of the game because the team always isn't in base package on defense. So if he can stay healthy, he can contribute. That's a nice little boost for this defensive line. And then Montrevious Adams, the guy they signed off the New Orleans Saints practice squad. Hopefully he resigns with Pittsburgh. He'd be a nice depth piece there. And then you should feel okay about the nose. Not saying that that position is counted out completely of the draft because you have to account for all things. You can't depend on a Lulu's health. But you have to feel a little bit better if he is healthy and if they resign Adams. That's given Adams a full year in the offseason program, a full year of coaching with the Steelers, a full year understanding the organization and his contributions should be even more. He had a decent, decent season just being with the team for only a handful of games. Cameron Hayward's a stud. What, what superlatives can I hurl his way that would do him justice? He's just a great football player, a great defender, and a good human being. But what we have to brace ourselves for is that eventually age is going to catch up with him. Best case scenario, he's got two more Pro Bowl slash all pro seasons left in him. So you got to start grooming defensive line talent now because defenders on the on the line really don't come in and contribute right away. It takes some time for them to develop. So all the more reason the Steelers are probably in the market for a defensive lineman. And then the biggest question mark on that line, it's no surprise, Stefan to experience the tragic death of his brother in a hit-and-run accident. There was apparently a knee injury, and there is speculation about whether or not he will return at all to the Steelers next year. There was a report that surfaced that he sold his home in Pittsburgh. When Art Rooney II spoke last Friday, he said that over the next few weeks they're going to sit down with Stefan to talk about his future with the team and what that looks like. He's only going to be 29, so he does have productive years left ahead of him. And if he could come back and contribute, that would be a big win for this defense. But again, that's a big, big if. If he's not back, you got to do some work, not just in the draft, but also in free agency. So really, the this line's play next year is going to depend on availability, what happens with Alulu, what happens with Tuit, and then what types of contributions can they get from Loudermilk in his second year, what do they do in the draft, 
and what do they do in free agency? And as I said last week, when I started my whole offseason previews, that offensive line and defensive line are 1A, 1B in terms of priorities in the draft. That is very much true. And I would not be surprised if they're any of their first three picks are defensive linemen. Check in tomorrow. Going to have the inside linebacker positional evaluation completed. Talk about what I see transpiring there. A lot of good inside backers this year's draft. And then I got to reference it because it's the NFL, but the Cincinnati Bengals are your AFC Super Bowl representative. Uh. <laughs> Man, they put a smack on the Steelers twice this year, but they also lost to the Browns twice. Part of me feels some pride that the AFC North is represented, but part of me does not want them to win a Super Bowl. But just think Joe Burrow, man, over the next 10-plus years. Wow. Steelers better be ready because the Bengals got themselves a MVP caliber elite quarterback. (laughs) And we got Mason Rudolph. Uh, But the Bengals will take on the St. Louis Rams who – It's kind of interesting, especially as a Steelers fan. But they made that big blockbuster trade for Matt Stafford last year to bring him in to compete. So there is a blueprint out there for teams who make moves for quarterbacks. They did it. And now they're going to play for a Super Bowl. Not advocating for them to trade for Russell Wilson or for Aaron Rodgers. I'm just showing that there is precedent for such, such a move. And man paid off for Los Angeles. So your Super Bowl is going to be the Bengals versus the Rams. And to be honest with you, I'm going to be rooting for the Rams. I'd like to see Matt Stafford get the W. Having played in the NFL for several years, I'd like to see Aaron Donald get a ring. Pittsburgh guy. But I got this nasty, nasty intuition that the Bengals are going to win. Just say that out loud one time and listen to yourself when you say it. The Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. It just doesn't sound like something that would happen in like bizarro world. Jeez, things really have changed in the AFC North. But anyway, we'll give them this year's Super Bowl. And let's hope this Steelers proud, time-tested organization gets it together, puts together an outstanding product, and they get back after it. They compete next year. Maybe they get one of these young rookies who comes out there just slinging it, get that running game going, beef up that defense. Who knows? Maybe they're right back in the thick of it. We'll have to wait and see. we got all offseason to 
talk about what this thing's going to look like. But until then, we're stuck with Bengals Rams. And studying. Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 220 here of the study session here on the Still Study. My gratitude and appreciation to you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. Continue to share with your family and friends. Drop me a line. You know how to do that. There's three ways you can make that happen. Check out the podcast with Wex over on his site. We're going to be recording tomorrow morning. That's going to be linked in the show notes. And remember that, yes, the Bengals might be in the Super Bowl, but they have zero Super Bowl wins. And they might get one. But you know what? Life is still beautiful the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Have a phenomenal week and go do good. Peace.